Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome, everyone, to the Believe in Bingo podcast. Adam Pacman Jones, yours truly, Solomon Wilcox. And guess what? Uh, preseason is behind us, Adam. Finally, we get the make believe yes. games out of the way and we get to start talking some real football. Right now, though, we want to wrap up the preseason by talking about maybe some of the rookie sensations that we believe are going to make an impact on the Bengals in 2022. What did you notice? And and who caught your eye? Um, first and foremost, you know, um, the big D lineman that you have been ranting and raving about, Mr. Carter, ha- have stood out. Uh, I want to say m- pretty much more than anybody right now. I know Dax had 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 a good game um, versus the Giants, getting his hands on the ball, yeah. getting able to play and moving around um, since Jesse haven't been back. But uh, Mr. Carter, Mr. Carter, D-line, and uh, for us, that bring us depth. We need it. Yeah, we definitely need it. And Zach Carter, by the way, is going to join us a little bit later on the show on this edition of the Believe in Bengals podcast. Uh, but also, I think one of the uh, rookies that stood out for me, and we'll talk about Zachary Carter because he certainly stood out in a big way. But how about Cordell Volson? Uh, the offensive lineman out of North Dakota State. He was battling with Jackson Carmen to be able to determine who's going to start at the left guard position. I have a feeling, I'm going to tell you right now, before the week is out, he's going to be penciled in as the starting left guard, playing next to Jonah Williams uh, at the left tackle position. That means we could end up with four new starters on the Bengals offensive line from one year ago. And uh, that says a lot about Cordell Volson. Hey, but does it matter? Does it matter, Solly? I wouldn't I wouldn't even mind having five new guys. <laughs> All right, listen, one could argue that, uh, yeah, five new ones were needed. But Jonah Williams, he's a former first-round pick out of Alabama. The guy's a, he's a good player. I, would, I wouldn't say that he was our problem last year. So if we had to bring back one of the five, he'd be the one. But for Volson, I can tell you this. Here's what I love about him, Adam. The guy is physical and he's tough. He embraces the gritty and grimy work that comes with being an offensive lineman in the National Football League. You got to love hand-to-hand combat. You know, the the best offensive linemen are the best wrestlers, okay? They all have wrestling in their background, whether in high school or in college. Um, Volson also played at North Dakota State where they won four straight championships. Mm-hmm. And I know it's a small program, but there are a lot of winners that come out of this program. I'm the kind of person that say, look, I don't care where you play. I just care about how you play. Okay. <laughs> well, no matter where you suit it up at. And this is a guy that he comes out of a smaller school, but 
He was significant play tackle. He played guard. And he has embraced every single snap during the preseason. I think he showed the fact that this dude will, will fight. He'll battle in the trenches. He embraces that kind of physicality. And I think we need more guys like that. I think it's good to have a rookie among the bunch of veterans we now have on this offensive line. I got one question for you, Sally. What's up? Is he a glass eater? Oh, he a glass eater. Is he a glass he's eater? A glass is he a glass eater? eater we want Frank, him. He's a Frank Pollock kind of guy. There, yes. there is no doubt about it. Bengals offensive line coach. That's right, Frank Pollock. He already says, I want glass eaters. He went yes. out, got one, and Lyle Collins. Remember, Lyle told us he was going to protect Joe Burrow. Yes. He said, I got your back. And you know, they got into a little ruckus with the Rams. You okay, see, we're winding a little bit, Sally. <laughs> you did say it. You yep. said it before. It's going to be some tempers. It's going to be a fight. I was like, no, Sally, it ain't going to be a fight. <laughs> no, no. you like, hey, man, they just played in the Super Bowl, man. You That's know, right. it's going to be right. some attitudes. And I thought that it wouldn't. And I was definitely wrong. So I want to make sure <laughs> that all the listeners know that. Solly called that fight out two weeks before it happened. <laughs> hey, man, because, I'll, hey, look, I've been in the Super Bowl when you lose. Your heart's broken. Um, you don't sleep for weeks. You know, you're growing a beard. You know, you're wondering, walking the halls at night in your house, trying to figure out how, trying to relive this thing. And then the next thing you know, the team you lost to is showing up at your <laughs> practice facility, walking around like they somebody. With they rings on. And then had the nerve to brush up against Joe Burrow yes. doing, the, doing the drills. Don't Lyle do Collins took offense to that. Yeah. I like I like me some Lyle Collins, by the way. You know? I got a question. Do do I think uh me personally, because I guess you probably will side with me, but I don't know. But I I love the joint practices more than having the preseason games. You know what I mean? Um, I I was just thinking about this the other day. I'm like, why do preseason if we can have the joint practices? You can have joint practices. Let's just say we have three of them in a matter of three weeks. Then you exclude the preseason. Ain't got to worry about nobody getting hurt and just get right to the action. But then I thought about it. You still got to have some time for the younger guys too, though. Yeah, you got to turn the lights on, baby. Yeah, you got right. to see who how they're gonna perform when the lights come on. And, yeah, because it's and, different. And, and oh, by the way, the league got to got to let got to let the league make their money. They sold these games, which part of a thing called a television package, right? Seventeen regular season, three preseason games. When they sell it to the fans, it's a it's a package of twenty games, ten at home, ten on the road, right? So. But I'm with you for for the substance of it, you know. Yeah, man, good work. I, I had a chance yeah. to look at some of the that's film. Right. Yeah. That was some good work they had out there. I will very say. good work, and that's what yeah. Zach Taylor wanted to do. We'll talk about that. We got to stop down and take a break. But hey, we just want to tell you on our rookie watch, Whew. Dax Dax Hill. Yes, sir. Zachary Carter, the third round pick, defensive lineman out of Florida, and Cordell Vos. These three guys are going to make instant impact with the Cincinnati Bengals during the upcoming 2022 season. I love to see rookies coming in here, putting on a hard hat, ready to help us win some games. Uh, I was the kind of player in this league that I embraced practice. 
I embrace the moments that I needed to get myself ready to play. I don't even know what it's like to not practice or play in the preseason and then start week one. But we have a couple of veterans that we're counting on heavily that are going to be doing just that. One is right tackle Lyle Collins. The other one is free safety Jesse Bates, who really sat out all of preseason because he does have the franchise tag on him, wanted to make sure he entered the regular season healthy. He is going to play under the franchise tag. So first of all, let's talk about Jesse Bates. How do you expect him to perform week one against the Pittsburgh Steelers despite very little practice time in the preseason? Well, I'll tell you this. The safety position is a little different than all these other positions that we're talking about because this is the guy that's in the middle of the field. Majority of the game, you know what I mean? He might come down and guard number two or three. But majority game, he's the quarterback of the defense. I'll say this, Jesse Bake is one of the smartest guys that I've seen play football, not only safety. I'm not worried about Jesse because I know (laughs) one thing. I know one thing. Pittsburgh offense, don't change. Jesse knows everything about Pittsburgh offense. Hey, will he be a little, you know what I mean, uh, hesitant to to – to jump certain routes, maybe, but um, I, I believe in the skill set that Jesse has. He's been in practice for a week. I don't think he needs to be up on the lights. He's a true pro. He is a true pro, and you're right. It was Vince Lombardi who said 90% of the game is played from the neck up. You're talking about your overall football intelligence, and Jesse Bates has plenty of that. That's why he has yeah. consistently found the football, and the ball ends up finding him. I, I would suspect that in his spare time, while everybody else was practicing, he was watching every single game the Steelers played in this preseason. He watched what they're doing now with Mitchell Trubisky. I guarantee he already knows what they're doing differently than they did with Ben Roethlisberger and what they're doing with Trubisky. He knows what they're doing if Kenny Pickett comes in the game or if Mason Rudolph, whoever Pittsburgh put out there at quarterback, I guarantee you, Jesse Bates, here's the package they're using. Here are the wide receivers that they're using. Oh, the offensive line's a little bit weak this year. So Jesse Bates, yeah, I think he'll be ready to play. I would love to see him get the reps in, but I already know he's still going to be ready to play. And guess what? That allows us to deploy Dax Hill maybe as that dime defender opposite of Mm -hmm. Mike Hilton. We got, you know, we got the full deck of cards in that secondary. You know, we can use a lot of different people now that Jesse Bates is back in the starting lineup. I totally agree. I totally agree with that. So now let's talk about the right tackle, Lyle Collins, who uh, missed a lot of practice, um, didn't play in the preseason. When you have four new starters on that offensive line, how much time does it take for him to jail? I think it's important for him to get some reps in, to be able to jail, have the communication where you're not getting free blitzers running at Joe Burrow this year. I know the toughness that glass eating nature is going to be there, but now we're talking about some of the finer points of the, of the game. What do we expect from Lyle Collins, Alex Kappa, Ted Karras, the three new players to this football team that are veteran guys, particularly Collins at that right tackle spot. You know, these guys come, he, Lyle has played high level ball um, yeah, being in yeah. Dallas coming here, but at the end of the day, you know, Coming off, having been in the reps, 
guys going full speed, you know, we, we got some good defensive ends in Pittsburgh uh, that's coming here Woo. to EJ to, to play <laughs> to play week one. Um, right. th- that one right there, I'm a little nervous about, um, but he's a pro. Um, I'm a trust in the process that he's going to be ready. And if he's not ready, I think uh, Zach will, will will make the right choice. Well, I got one for you, and I, and I want to get your thought on this after I wrap it up. Last year, the Pittsburgh Steelers had the 32nd, the last-ranked run defense of all 32 teams in the NFL. They ranked dead last <laughs> at defending the run. I'll tell you how you get Lyle Collins going. I'll tell you how to get right. Alex Kappa going. You run that rock week one, <laughs> and you run it right down the Pittsburgh Steelers' throat. Nothing hurts the Steelers and their fans more than seeing Joe Mixon just running right through the heart of their defense. Nothing snatches the heart out of a defender who prides themselves on being still tough. Pittsburgh Steeler tough than having that, that ball ran on them during the game. So that's how I think we leverage the talent that we bought in free agency on this offensive line. And I know that's what gets Lyle Collins going. He did the same blocking for Ezekiel Elliott, right? During the early part of his career in Dallas. So I think if the Bengals get the run game going week one, and that'll help this offensive line to jail sooner, Adam, rather than later. Hey, Sally, do you know how important or how big that would be if we can get this run game going, that means they will have to put this this high safety that's doubling the guy down in the box. That means we'll get one on ones across the board. I, I I don't know. I just I'm just been putting this together. That's why I'm calling him uh, Joe Mixon 2K this year. He's gonna have 2K, 2,000 all purpose yards, all purpose running and catching. Yes, I just can't see. 90% of the game that the game is not too uh too high. Like yeah. with doubling uh Chase or whoever you want to pick out of the three to double, but shit, you gotta double one of them. <laughs> hey, we got we gotta get the break. I tell you right now, here one guy gonna bring the hard hat and he does it every time you play the Pittsburgh Steelers. This former um Pittsburgh Panther at the University of Pittsburgh, Tyler Boyd. He just, he's a, he's a stealer killer. He and yes. Mike Hilton, stealer yes. killers. Von Bell done knocked out a few too, but that's a story for another deck. Guess what? We have a very special guest. Cincinnati Bengals third round pick from the University of Florida. Rookie defensive lineman, Zachary Carter. And guess what? We ain't going to be calling him rookie much longer the way that he playing out there. Zach, how you doing today, my friend? Doing good, man. I'm blessed. Blessed to be here. Hey, blast, man. I'm telling you, we put the tape on. Man, we're checking you out. You putting in work. That very first preseason game, tell me what it was about because you're going up against the Cardinals. I don't even think you left the field. You you played 60-plus snaps in that game, <laughs> including some special teams. I know I talked to Coach Taylor. Every All the coaching staff was amazed how much you played in the game, and they say you didn't even look tired. <laughs> I, was, I was tired. I thought I would not. I was tired. I was very tired. But you know, it's it's something that I feel like college helped me build up to that point. Because my coach, 
whether I wanted to or not, I used to play a lot of snaps in college. The most I probably played was 75 against Alabama, wow. best team wow. in the country. So, you know, that kind of prepared me for moments like these. So I'm prepared to play however long they want to leave me out there. I'm prepared. <laughs> hey, Zach, I got a, a, a quick question for you. Um, you're very versatile, as we've seen the whole preseason. Yeah. Question, you like three technique? Or you like the nine technique better? I ain't gonna lie, I'm starting to like three technique a lot better. Because I'm seeing how easy it is to win inside. One-on-one uh, one right. on one Yes, sir. You are gonna have your double teams now. And I'm I'm learning how to defeat those two, but those one-on-one -on -one matchups, that's key in football. And you know what, Zach? Hey, increasingly in the NFL, after what Aaron Donald has done, right? You know, all these years, the defensive player of the year, um, all the money he's making, and rightfully so, um, people are starting to pay attention to that interior defensive lineman who can rush the quarterback. And as a three technique, help our listeners to understand how that's a very special position. Uh, guys go to the Hall of Fame who play that position because if you, you know, have the speed, yeah, the speed to get up the field, just talk to our listeners, help them to understand why it's a very special position on defense it's very special I think I think it's one of the most important pieces of the defense because you bring in pressure up the middle it's like a game it's like a game record and the fastest way to the quarterback is up the middle so That's right you know everybody thinks defensive ends are making the most impact they make a lot of impact but the guys rushing inside that can win they're gonna get paid a lot. That's right. That's right. That's Gino right. was one. They they paid Gino a lot of money here when he was here. That's right. Um, hey, look. So camp done broke now. How is Cincinnati? Have you moved in? You got you a little spot. You settled in. You at the hotel? What's up, bro? I settled in, man. Oh yes, sir. <laughs> oh yeah, you settled yeah. in. All right. <laughs> it, feels, it feels good, man. Once I finally got my crib, everything kind of started to feel real. Now, once I was out of the hotel, I'm like, okay, I'm really in the lead, man. I got I got a crib. <laughs> I didn't get a car yet. I'm taking my time with the car, but, you know, it feels good to be out of the hotel, I'll tell you that. Well, you're making good choices. You're doing all the right things. I got to imagine uh, that Lou Anaromo, he joined us last week right here on the Believe in Bingo podcast. You were one of the players he talked about. He... He really does um, love players who have great versatility and durability. Two of the things that you have in spades. You stay on the field. You can work in the rotation with all those guys on that defensive line. But you can play multiple positions. What's the conversation been like with defensive coordinator Lou Anaromo in terms of what you can expect and how you're going to be used on the defense? Oh, I definitely know. I definitely know I'm going to be used to rest the passer inside. And I definitely been, you know, I'm gonna play, I'm gonna play on all down, not just pass rushing situations, but yeah. you know, I feel like I'm gonna be a, a piece of what we're gonna do this year on defense. And honestly, I'm just excited to get out there with these guys and keep learning more from the vets because they really been, they really been bringing me along on this camp. It's great. Well, let me tell you this: it's almost week one, and <laughs> I know this is a new thing to you. Um, but it's like SEC football. You get what I'm saying? So anybody in the state of Ohio do not like 
the people that live in Pittsburgh. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I told you. I mean, I mean, make sure I tell you this before we got off here. You remember this come week one now. Say, like, hey man, my buddy Pac told me that we do not with Pittsburgh, all right? <laughs> I just want to make sure you know that. I keep that in mind. For sure. Yeah, you know what he's saying is Pittsburgh week is a big week for for Cincinnati Bengals and Cincinnati Bengals fans. Uh, what fans, what have you? Yeah, what have you heard everybody. so far from some of the guys in the locker room? What have they said about Pittsburgh week? I actually haven't really heard much yet. I'm sure it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. After the game, uh, yeah, on Saturday, uh, mixing was like. I just heard Mixon say, it's go time now. That's all he said, though. But I'm sure more guys will, you know, it'll come. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it'll definitely come. Hey, listen, and we won't keep you long because I know you got to get going. Um, just what, what's been your mindset about how you are going to approach uh, a 17-game season? It'll be the most games you played in in one season. So talk to me about how you plan on just, you know, the mindset of pacing yourself through the 17-game season that you're about to embark upon for the very first time. Well, yeah, when you look at it, when you look at it like that, 17-game season, I feel like a big thing for me would be just taking it one week at a time. Yeah. I think I think that's going to be the biggest thing for me, you know, coming from college. We played 12 games. Maybe 13, we make it to a bowl game. Yeah. Or whatever. But you know, I just gotta take things one week at a time. And you know, guys start to feel banged up a little bit during the season. I gotta do a great job of taking care of my body and things like that. And I know I I'll be fine in the end. Hey, from an old head to a younger guy, taking care of your body. Woo. Um Telling you that rookie year, you get to week by 12. Yeah. Whew, you be like, God, hey, man, this is long. Man, make sure yeah. you take care of your body, man. I know cold tub don't sound like a big thing right now. Even if you don't think you need it, still do it. Man. I get it every day, every day. Yeah. Hey, Zach, uh, before we let you go, if Adam is an old head, then what does that make me? <laughs> you know? Put <laughs> <laughs> too old. Put old, uh, old uh, too old, yeah, too old. <laughs> well, we want to thank the talented rookie defensive lineman, Zachary Carter, for joining us here on the Believe in Bingo podcast. And Adam, now that we're back, before we wrap up the show, we get to talk about some of the depth that we see that is really, I think, going to help this Bengals defense go to another level. I think we got better as the season went on last year. And by the time we got into the postseason, I think we had one of the better defenses in the NFL. I think we really have an opportunity to pick up where we left off at the end of last year when we were getting interceptions and turnovers in every single postseason game and turn back Patrick Mahomes and the Grim Reaper holding them to three points in the second half of that AFC title game. I think this defense, both on the defensive line and in the secondary, gets better because we now have depth. I, I totally agree. Um, Dax Hilton was a big, big plus um, to the defense. Uh, did you say, did you say Dax Hilton? 
Uh, or yes. Da- or, or he's, a, he's a combination of, of Dax Hill and Mike Hilton, right? He's a combination Dax of Hill. <laughs> no, it's okay. I like that because you know what? If he is that, hey, that good, might be good. Dax Hill. A, no, Dax Hill. A, <laughs> I like I like that because I listen, Mike Hilton is our guy. And if he got yes, some Mike of Mike, and, and remember, he's playing in the slot on the other side on the what we call the weak side of the formation. We've been sort of comparing him a lot to Mike Hilton as that dime defender. And you're right, Dax Hill has given us great depth. How about Cam Sample and Joseph Osai as two additional edge rushers to go along with Sam Hubbard and Trey Hendrickson? I love it. And the young man, the, the shout out to Duke Tobin yeah, over there yeah. who's making all of this happen. Because you're doing a hell of a job over there, dude. I want—I just want to make sure I said say this first and foremost. But um, we should have an exciting year. We 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 deep pretty much at everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and from the preseason, that the special team has have done pretty good. I haven't seen who we're going with in the return game yet. Um, that's probably the only phase of our team that we're we're not pretty at the top. I would say. Yeah, yeah. You know, also in that secondary, you know who's given us depth because he played a lot at the nickel corner. Mike Hilton sat most of the preseason out because we know what he could do. But Jalen Davis is a guy that looked really good during the preseason. So he gives us depth. And Trey Flowers is really one of my favorite guys. After he shut down Travis Kelsey in that AFC title game, remember Trey Flowers goes, what, 6'3", 205. He's long at him. He's you yeah. saw him. He's a tall yeah. guy, and here's a guy that matches up with the now athletic tight ends. Who, if we play the Falcons, who's gonna cover Kyle Pitts? If we play the Raiders, who's gonna cover Darren Waller? Okay, who's gonna cover Travis Kelsey? These athletic tight ends are yeah. are coming. Trey Flowers is sort of the Joker's wild in the deck for the Bengals defensive coordinator Lou Anaroma. And Lou, Lou told us the other day that he, he loves everything about Trey. He's long. Yeah. He can run. He can cover. Um, he got good eyes. So um, he he it's a whole package in for Trey. I think it's called Trey Dime or whatever it's called. <laughs> That's but, right. Um, That's right. We had, we had Coach on here last week, and um, he spoke very highly of, of him. Um, they're ex- very excited about what he's done and, and what, what he's going to do this year. Look, uh, we got DJ Reader, who's the leader on this defense as defensive tackle. Um, you have uh, BJ Hill, who really gave us depth last year, la- along with Larry Ogunjobi, who's now playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't know if you know that. And so what happened, BJ Hill is now a starter, okay, on that defensive line at the in the interior portion next to DJ Reader. And you know where our depth is coming from? We already talked to him on this show and Zachary Carter. But Josh Tupo, he's also another Tupo. defensive Tupo. That's right. Who also playing on the interior part of this defensive line. So we've got two young guys who can play a lot of snaps to give the veteran guys a rest. You and I both know you need a rotation on the interior part of your defensive line. And it helps when you have young guys who can play at a very high level to spell the older guys as you get through the course of a 17 game season. Yeah, because it's a long season. It's a long right. season, and you, you need that rotation so guys can get through it all. Because in the trenches, boy, 
it get it get real in the trenches, and you know that, solid, especially when it get cold in here around set. I mean, end of uh, what November, November, December, December January. Yeah, you got to bring it. Hey, Adam, it's been a great show. Um, next week, when we come back on the Believe in Bengals podcast, guess what? We get the preview the upcoming Pittsburgh Steeler game, week one at Paycor Stadium. That's right. Bengals hosting this one week one, and we get some new meat at the quarterback position. We've got all that and more when we come back right here on Valley Sports Ohio for the Believe in Bingo podcast. We want to thank you for joining us. He is Adam Pacman Jones. I am Solomon Wilcox. Don't forget, you can find the Believe in Bingo podcast by going to Believe.com, B-L-E-A-V.com. Also, you can catch us every single week. We're going to be here every week right here on Valley Sports Cincinnati. So thank you for joining us, everyone. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.